Welcome everyone to Games and Sports. We're talking games today. What's up? Ted, I'm Jordan. So today we got a couple things we want to talk about. Like always, we're going to start off with uh, some of the sales that have been going on, then just some of the gaming news around out there, some of the remasters that are coming up, and just other gaming news, and then just about some of the other games that are coming out. So first and foremost, the Celebrate Summer Sale ended, and there was, there was quite a few good games. Now there's a, there's a couple new games out that are... Or a couple games for sale that it's not a ton, it's not a, not the greatest sell, but there's still a couple that are worth mentioning. Yeah, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, you know, which is twenty bucks, great deal for that. Just Cause Four, Mortal Kombat 11's down to about forty five. Um, Injustice Two, Injustice Two, and then the Bioshock. Bioshock. I mean, Sony sm- Shadow of Shadow of War. Sony's smart because when they in the beginning part of August when they started this sale, Shadow of War and um, I'm pretty sure the Bioshock collection, and I know for a fact, Injustice 2 was on sale for the same price. So I guess they were like, well, if you didn't buy it that first week, maybe you, you regretted it, so now we'll put it back on sale to get you to buy it. I mean, yeah. it's a good strategy. I mean, the good, the good thing about PlayStation is there's every Tuesday is a sale. That's why we kind of like to highlight just some of the games, just because every now and then you realize, oh, crap, that game was on sale and you just missed it, so... We just like to highlight what's uh, yeah, and they, and they put out there. some good stuff too. I mean, sometimes you get some really, really smoking deals on on a game you just didn't want to pay pay full price for. So oh, it's yeah. definitely worth it. Yeah, and then that's another good thing. If you missed it, it's not a big deal. It'll go on sale again in a couple of weeks if you if you're patient. Anyway, if you're patient, that's the hardest part. Sometimes that's what got me with Final Fantasy. I remember I told you that where I had it in my cart yeah. for twenty nine ninety nine, and, and they took it off sale on Monday. Not Tuesday, Monday. When I got home from work, it was back to full price. I was so pissed. See, that's what sucks with that is because Square Enix games, they they still go on sale, but it seems like it's, a, it's a lot longer in between when they yeah. go on sale. So if you don't capitalize on those ones, you definitely miss out. And Final Fantasy XV, in my opinion, was an excellent game. So on, on the next sale, I'm sure, I'm I'm getting sure by November sale. or December, I'm, it'll I'm, be I'm, sure Yeah, it'll, it'll be a Black Friday sale, that's for <clears> sure. So... All right, so anyway, moving on from the sales, just kind of talk about some of the news we've got going. Um, since I've highlighted quite a bit about Battlefront, because I still play it, I've really enjoyed it. Um, they've got a new unit coming out. It's the it's the Clone Commando uh, coming out next month, and that's going to be awesome. It's, if you played Republic Commando on Xbox, you basically... I think I played it, I played it on PC, or maybe I played it on Xbox, one of the two. Yeah, it was an awesome game, and unfortunately it never got its sequel, which it definitely deserved a sequel and I would love for them to make a sequel to that game but you know even just having the commando come in into Battlefront 2 is going to be really cool he's got basically a grenade launcher a repulsor blast and then he's got his battle focus those are kind of his his attacks and then when you use his melee attack the cool thing is just like in uh, Republic Commando when he has that little knife the the vibro blade or whatever it pops out of his arm when he when he punches so I thought that was really cool and I, I'm excited for that update to come out because it's just a just a great addition. In fact, I think it's better than some of the past editions that they've done. Okay. See, I thought I saw this too. You reminded me when you when you brought it up to me. Supposedly, with this with the new movie coming out, there might be some single player mode, a new single or added single player mode to this game with the new movie. So I thought I saw that, and then I just I looked it up again, and it says Star Wars Battlefront Two is getting Rise of Skywalker content, content in a large in a large scale single player mode. Oh, okay. I didn't hear anything about the single player mode. I so saw something really about cool. that. I, I, I th- thought I came across something about that earlier in the week, 
and I forgot about it, and then I just remembered it when you were when you were talking about that. See, and I and I had seen that they said that Felucia was going to be released next month, but when I got on the Battlefront Two roadmap, it just says the fall. But if Felucia comes out next month, that would be an awesome map to add. I can't wait to play on that one. Did you play the story in, in Battlefront? Oh yeah, yeah. Is it, is it good? I platinum Battlefront. Too. Well, I'm saying like the story part of it. Is it good though? Like, I know it's short, yeah, but it's nothing spectacular. But okay. yeah, it's worth it's worth a playthrough. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I, I never even gave it that. I, I I've not given that game any any due justice. So oh, I'll tell you what they you know, unfortunately they had so so many problems at the launch. They've re- they really screwed themselves on a good game, but you know, like I said in past podcast, shout out to Dice for staying with sticking with it because it's yeah. a great game. Well, I mean, we've talked about this on on past episodes, but you know, people just say it's a totally different game than, than what it was back then, and so for me, it just makes sense to go back there and just and just give it the the second go around. You know, and just real quick before we finish up about Front Two, you know, they have the Starfighter Assault mode too, so you can play in the ships. But I don't think anyone... I mean, that's never anything that they talk about. The The best part of the game is definitely, you know, the actual Battlefront part. Yeah. So. The big the big wars. Is your favorite... Is your favorite um, mode in that game when you're, like... When you're, like, can pick Vader or Luke or, or that? Are those guys? Or do you, like, playing, like, the battle battles? Okay, so... I think you're talking heroes versus villains, where it's yeah, just yeah, heroes. Yeah. Heroes and villains. That's eh, okay. It's not my favorite. I prefer okay. doing the other ones. The only the only downside is you get some guys that are so good at the game. It's like they get a hero and they just hog it the whole time. They never. Yeah, because I I figured I feel like that's what happened to me when I tried. I obviously like Darth Vader is my my favorite, but I mean I, I don't mind choosing. But I think every time the guy that I wanted, it, like the person who I wanted, was always chosen already. Oh, uh, yeah, that always happens. But I, I think it would be cool if they actually did it like it like it was back in uh, the original Battlefront 2s where you could get your hero. And, you know, at first, you know, time slowly goes... You have basically a time limit where your time just goes down. But every time you kill someone, you get more time. So at the end, it I starts going they, so fast, you just die. I thought they did something like that. No. No? no? You, okay. You get him until you die. So gotcha. You do have to pay credits for not like real money, but like... Right. In, earned, point, earned experience points money. that you're earning in the game, you pay yeah. towards towards the character so you can use them so it's like and they they lowered it significantly from the start i mean it used to be like eight thousand credits to get or eight thousand battle points let me rephrase that eight thousand battle points for darth vader whoever careful and then yeah and then now it's like four thousand and everyone and they'll have a few that are like six thousand but Hmm. great game it's it's, especially with all the stuff all the extra content that's coming out it's all free content with the purchase of the game so I mean, it's but they, definitely but, but but you can't. But you have to. You would have to buy skins. Yes. Yes. So, okay. So which is fine. All the gaming, everything that you can play is free, but skins and just stuff cosmetic like, stuff. That's every game now. Well, well, you you can earn the cosmetics through gameplay. It's not, you know, cash only. It's okay. you can earn it, but they are like high prices of battle points. So obviously they want you to spend more money on the skins, and yeah. and I know people do that, but you know it's definitely definitely a good game. Definitely. Right worth getting especially when it goes on sale i've seen it as low as like seven or eight bucks so i bet you this game's brought in a lot of money for them and it's kind of just counterbalanced how bad anthem's been doing yeah which is disappointing about anthem because i saw that on sale the other day for like 15 bucks at time i don't even think it's worth 15 bucks i thought it looked like an awesome game but i never had a chance to play it Mm. believe me like from what i was from what i was told Bio, Bioware and EA have basically almost given up on the game. So, 
I mean, not even worth getting at this point. I don't know. Maybe somehow, some way, they can revive it or do something. But you know, the biggest issue that I've I've always heard about the game and everything that I've you know seen and read was they just they went they did the No Man's Sky. I don't know if you know much about that game. The overpromise, underdeliver yeah. route. Yeah. And No Man's Sky actually is supposedly a really good game now. They've redone the whole thing, kind of like what Battlefront's done. And they actually just released, uh, did like a new release. And I know my brother even texted me about it. Um, yeah, so I mean, maybe they can somehow do something like that. And But I think they just over-promised and under-delivered, under-delivered so hard on that game. And it's EA on top of that, which already has that bad reputation. So it, I don't know if they'll be able to bring it back. Maybe. Who knows, though? Yeah, it's just too bad EA's. It, I mean, they're out to get money. I mean, that's their first job. But. Bro, when I first saw that game, I was like super... That was, what, two E3s ago? I was like, wow, I will buy that day one. So that looked like an Iron Man game. It yeah, fun. it was like, okay, this is like Destiny, third person with suits? Okay, okay, you had me, but no. Yeah, no, the, just not good online service, not enough content. Not enough content. That's the thing. It's like supposedly once you, if you get once you get past like what is it? What I what is it? Ten hours of yeah, play of games. There's like nothing to do. You know, that's it's crazy to me. That's too bad. Um, anyways, moving on from that. So just uh, just fun fact here. You got Monster Hunter World. Iceborne is going to have an Aloy skin from Horizon Zero Dawn. So if you're a Monster Hunter fan. Definitely pick that up. Another Horizon game that I've, was awesome. Another game that I've I've almost jumped in on and just never pulled the trigger because it's just way, way too. That's just above the type of game yeah, that you I got like. hundreds of hours worth of content in Monster Hunter. So, and and it's hard to just jump in. Like it's it's good to jump in if you have somebody. Because I had a buddy who was like, oh yeah, I, I he was like huge into the game and he's like, jump in and I'll, I'll help you out and we'll do all this stuff. But. Uh, Oh, and to, also with that one, sorry about that, uh, the Aloy skin is actually a PS4 exclusive, obviously, so for those of you that have Monster Hunter on Switch or Xbox, you know, you don't get, that's not a skin that's coming out, but it, it will be available September 6th, so in just a couple weeks you'll have that Aloy skin, and then also coming out in September, September I just want to touch up on this too, because last week we weren't 100% sure if they were still launching Final Fantasy VIII this, this year. Uh, that'll be coming out September 3rd. Super excited to get that game. I'm sure it'll only be like 10 to 20 bucks. I think it's. I think it's. Um, I think if you pre-order it now, it's 20 dollars. 20 dollars. Yeah. Well, if it's if it's over 20 bucks, I'll I'll wait till it goes on sale. <laughs> I got Final Fantasy 7 for five, and I thought that was. But this is supposed five. to be a remaster. I I've I watched a video on it, and I was just like, this is a remaster. Okay. Well, Final Fantasy three for PlayStation or Final Fantasy eight. Sorry. For PS One, was it already had good graphics? It looked pretty good, but I just want to go through the game again. I haven't played it in a long time, and I I never got the chance to finish it. So I don't think I ever played eight. I, I think I played seven so much, and then I don't know what happened. I think I just got like super heavy into sports games at that time. Well, Final Fantasy eight. I don't think it gets the love it deserves because it is a it is a there good game. A lot of people think a lot of people say it's better than seven. Oh, I don't think it's that good. I mean, it's it's a really good game, but I don't think it's better than Seven. Seven is Seven's my favorite Final Fantasy game. Can't wait for that remaster to come out next year. Um, so again, talking about you mean the first part of it. Well, yeah, but <laughs> even so, I'll be happy with that. Um, and then also talking about remasters, you got the Yakuza series being remastered. Yakuza Three, I think it's called Yakuza Zero, is already out. Just came out just a couple days ago. 
Um, they're doing like a monthly release, right? For every other, every couple uh, not months. Quite. Every couple months, because you got Yakuza Four coming out on October 29th, and then Yakuza Five will unlock on um, February 11th next year. Yeah. So Final Fantasy VIII is twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. Yeah. So that's a good price. That's not a bad price for it. You know um, what game they need to remaster? Sui Koden. I I don't know. PlayStation. It was original PlayStation One. Sui Koden One, Sui Koden Two, JRPGs. My my favorite JRPGs of all time. They need to remaster those games, please. Sorry. No, oh, I haven't played those, so I'll Amazing take your games. word for it on them. Amazing <laughs> games. So my 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 the child the little kid inside me just wants to play those games again. You know, I think they should remaster a bunch of Star Wars games. The little kid in me would like to play a bunch of those, but well, they did, well one at a time, I guess. Them. You know. Um, okay, also just for some more news, uh, as a lot of you know, Ninja, you know, big big Fortnite guy, he uh, moved over to Mixer for about, what was it, maybe a month ago, a couple weeks ago, you know, and we just, I just decided to check up on him, see how, see how he's doing, because he had about 13 million uh, followers on Twitch, and on Mixer he's at about 1.8 million, so I mean, that's, that's pretty good, I mean, going from... I mean, it's like going from 13 to, to that, but in such short a time, he's he's doing well. And I know Mixer is offering him, or offering people who watch him a free subscription for a month. So, Well, how about this article that I just came across? Microsoft has had to pay over 1.5 million subscriptions to Ninja's Mixer stream. Thanks to a promotion, the company began offering as part of a move to generate viewership on the streaming platform. Yeah, so, I mean, so he got, I mean, he got his... He got what he deserved moving over. But, I, I mean, still, that was a ballsy move for him. I mean, when you already have the following that you had over there and the amount of money you're making. And I know there's guys that are bigger than Ninja and actually do better than Ninja on Twitch. But he's guaranteed 10 to $50 million, according to this. The, the, deal, the deal that he signed, is it says it's reportedly worth upwards of 10 to $50 million. I guess it depends on viewership and... He has probably all kinds of different levels he can hit oh, to get more for money. Sure. So I, I mean, he—I know obviously—he's not dumb. He obviously wouldn't have done this move if he didn't feel like it was the smart. It was move. the smart move for him, and and you know I think it was. And and Mixer, I'm sure they're more than happy to have him because I, you know, I like I said, I know there's streamers that do better than him, but I don't know really any of them. You know, Ninja. You, I mean, I see his T-shirts for his merchandise and stuff like that in Target or Walmart or wherever. And he has T-shirts too. Oh yeah, I've oh, seen wow. I've seen his merchandise there. Smart. And I mean, he's he's just definitely the most famous streamer out there, at least as far as I know. You can thank Drake for that, bro. Drake helped him blow up, man. That that when he jumped on the stream with him in Fortnite, because you know, he never won a Fortnite match. Like that stream is what really blew that dude up. So, so you know what? They talk about the Drake curse, but he's actually done two things. He helped Ninja blow up. And he helped the Raptors blow up. He I did. Mean, I mean, he did for have that, that for the one year. For the so one year. Well, right. yeah, I mean, he, he sabotages every other sport. That's right. Not video games or basketball, I guess. But once he was named the Raptors ambassador, you know, they, they win a championship. So, anyways, that's that's a that's a topic for our, our sports podcast. <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah, so I was... So, I mean, a lot of you guys know GamesCon is going on right now. I think we're in the, today's the third day. And so I've been doing a lot of research on Google Stadia. Do you know much about it? 
just that Google is trying to come out with their own platform to to play games on. That's pretty much all I know. I haven't studied that a whole lot. So it's very interesting because I didn't understand it. And I, I went to their website and I... So I went to their website and I'm just like, okay, what am I pre-ordering here? So I'm looking at it. It's $129 and it's a controller and like a little USB <clears throat> plug thing. So I started doing research on it and it's a streaming service. Okay, There's no console. There's no hardware besides a controller and a Google Chrome some kind of Google, Google Chrome HDMI adapter. type thing. Right, like, a, like an adapter. So I started doing research on it, and I'm like, okay, this could be okay. And then I was watching some videos, and then the presentation that they did at Gamescom, was the 10-minute video was really weak. But what makes it, what's interesting about it is the fact that everything is, you don't have to have any, any hardware. Let's say you're playing the, let's say you're playing a game on your TV, and your wife or somebody wants to watch something, you can just disconnect that Google. Take it to a different TV. Take it to a, a different TV, a laptop, desktop, and just, just go right where you finished. Like start right where you left off when you were playing it on your TV. That's kind of e- cool. Everything is stream. Supposedly, according what they said on, in Gamescom was that you'll be able to play the game that midnight that the game comes out. Okay. So is this going to be like a PS Now type thing where you have to pay for it every it, month? It's, it's a month. It's like ten dollars a month. Okay, so it's one twenty plus ten dollars a month, but then you never have to buy any games. No, well, that's kind of cool. As depending well, on what games they get. Well, I mean, so if you pre-order it now, you get all the Destiny two, every even the new Destiny two that comes out. Yeah. They have Watch Dogs coming out. They have Cyberpunk 2077. They, they, I mean, they they have a lot. All the you like Assassin's Creed. I mean, they have good games that are going to be on the the platform. The problem is, if you have all these people playing and everything's just going off servers, we'll be able to handle the stream and keep the quality of it because they're you know they're saying 4K quality depending on your internet connection, right? I know that my internet internet connection is is pretty solid, and I have my PlayStation hardwired, so I can download and stream stuff with ease. Can it hold up with Million, a million, two million people playing it. That's the question. That's always the question on when you're playing online. So, so they plan on having like online servers where people can actually play. So, like Destiny, you can play online. Yeah, it's all it's all live. It's all streaming as you're playing it. Okay. Everything is a stream. You don't download anything. You don't have to update anything. It's just all. It's already done for you. Yeah, it's already done as long for as you. It's connected to the internet. Right. Yeah, you, you have to be connected to the internet. Okay, so you can't play without the internet. No. So. Nine nine ninety nine a month, which which isn't bad. No, it's um, not bad. That's the same. Thing. I mean, PlayStation Now does that nine ninety nine. I don't think that's worth it. I've never done the nine. I've never done PlayStation Now just because I don't think it's worth it. It's like if I want to play those older games, I just plug in my old system and and play it if I want to. So they have the new Wolfenstein game, new Ghost Recon. Metroid, Metro Exodus, the new Darksiders game, <laughs> your, your game, Power Rangers. Power Rangers, Rangers alright. <laughs> Borderlands 3, Doom Eternal, Watch Dogs Legion, so all, all the Tomb Raider right. games. They got the Avengers game coming out, God and Monsters, the Division 2, Grid, like I said, Destiny 2, Cyberpunk 2077. So, so yeah, they've got a decent lineup. They have a good, a, good, a good list of games. So. And, you know, especially for those people that enjoy... You know, battle royale type games. 
Mortal That's Kombat. That's probably going to be a good option for them. Just 2K. They have 2K on there. Alright. Rage. So they have a lot of games, and it, it got me, it's got me interested because I don't know about you, but I think when when this generation of PlayStation and Xbox started off, every I was probably leaning more towards the way of physical games, like actual buying the game in the beginning part oh, yeah. of it. And I've Same transitioned. Thing. I've transitioned all basically to all digital. I, I I refuse to buy a physical game. I mean, well, I get my physical copy of Two K to yeah. keep my collection going. But I was the same way. I always used to always think, well, why would I want to? Why would I want a digital copy if I want to sell the game later? But then I was thinking about it. I've never sold really any of my games. Well, what do you, I mean, you I sell them, keep them. You sell them to what? Freaking GameStop for a penny? For, I mean. 10 cents. Yeah. So it's like, so I'm thinking, is this going to be the future of where games is going? I mean, Microsoft, Microsoft has been planning for this for a long time with Game Pass. Game Pass is basically something similar to this. Sony has PlayStation now, but I don't think they're planning on this being the future. So it just made me think like, wow, you know, if this thing actually goes well and Google can put it together. And I mean, if I think if anybody can do it, why can't Google do it? I mean, they're a super successful company. Yeah, billions of dollars. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, they when it comes to internet and streaming and just anything in, in that aspect, I mean, that's where they thrive and strive. I mean, Google Play Store, they you know they, they just have that's a lot of great there. Yeah, so it, it, I just think I don't see why it would be bad. I can see it having issues in the beginning, just with servers not holding up well or crashes here and there, but. I mean, for 129 bucks and then 10 bucks a month to play every game I can play on a console, it is going to be tempting to a lot of people. I I think so too. However, I don't I don't think they even though they say it's all going to be 4K quality, I doubt it's as good as what you can get as a out of a PS4 and Xbox or Xbox yeah. Scarlet or PS5 coming out. But the next thing is they're kind of testing the waters. And I guarantee you Sony and Xbox will be, and even Nintendo. Well, Xbox is doing it already with Game Pass. They've they've been investing in in this game's night, this monthly online streaming game, but as a service for a while. And Sony, Sony, yeah, Sony PlayStation now, but it wasn't successful as a streaming service. Why people like it now is because you can download the game onto your system. Yeah. Because you couldn't do that at first, and and people hated it because there it just wasn't the connection wasn't good. It would be laggy. I tried it with God of War, I because I, I did like a the month trial of it or whatever, and it was just laggy. The input it would take like not, I mean, a half a second or a couple, you know, one Mississippi, two Mississippi kind of thing, just for it to work. And yeah, my connection's solid, so I mean, so it was definitely the servers, not the yeah, because because now you have the option to download the yeah. games, which is what I think a lot of people are doing that use that service. Yeah, yeah, I. I think so too. Once you download, see Nintendo is doing. At least the way I have it understood with the Switch is if you buy the games online and you download them onto your Switch, because you're paying even if you're paying full price for them, if you if you discontinue your online service with them, you lose the game in the in their Nintendo Cloud. I thought it was only the free ones they give you. Oh, is it only the free? Oh, okay. I yeah. I okay. Maybe I misunderstood then. Because because they because they give you free like regular Nintendo games, right? Uh, I don't they know do. about that. That was like the, that was the thing for buying their services. They give you, they 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 were trying getting, like the PlayStation thing. Yeah, I know the same thing with the PlayStation. Then you lose your free games if you PlayStation Plus. Stop, yeah, if you delete PlayStation Plus, so which is 
which is being nothing but a bunch of Indian givers. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. It's like it cuts you off once you're for, if your subscription ever lags. That's why you just always buy it on Black Friday. You can always get it for like 40 bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where I always get it. It's once I do the Black Friday sale, November 16th. Yeah, it's the best sale. So, so I that, that kind of really interested me. Um, a couple other things from GamesCon. Uh, the first one was the new Need for Speed game. And I'm stoked on that. I mean, again, I will wait for that to go on sale because no Need for Speed game is worth sixty bucks. No. But but when it does go on sale, I'll definitely get it because that game it looks good and I and I do enjoy Need for Speed. I actually did platinum one of the Need for Speed game, the Need for Speed 2015. I mean, there I, I feel like there really hasn't been for me any kind of racing game that's made me want to buy one recently. But I don't yeah. know. We'll see how burnout. this one does. Burnout yeah, that's true. I did one. buy Burnout. I like that, and that's and that was because that was a game that I liked on PS3. Um, also, Death Stranding, we got to see you can measure how far you can pee. You have to coddle the baby when it cries that you carry around with you. Very, very strange, it's just gonna be but a interesting weird game. game. Weird game. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. It's going to be weird, man. And then... Uh, probably do well, though. Another thing that I... Go ahead. Oh, no, that's it. No, I was saying, it's going to be a weird game. It's going to be strange. It's going to be... It'll probably win awards, I bet, just for being different. So unique. So yeah. different than any other game. <laughs> and and then freaking Avengers. The trailer that they that they showed, or the demo they showed behind closed doors, they f- showed it finally at GamesCon, but it had already leaked in between that. And I don't know. It looks okay. The graphics don't impress me. The gameplay looks all right. But I don't know. It, yeah. It's it's going to be an interesting game. It'll probably it'll probably sell because it's oh it'll Avengers sell because it's Avengers and it's because and because it's Square Onyx. But you know what, Spider Man's probably not going to be in there. No, he won't now. He's not in the MCU anymore. No, <laughs> he's gone. I mean, Sony. It's funny though because the t- when you think about the timing of things, it really makes you think because why would they buy Insomniac? I mean, obviously, why wouldn't you buy Insomniac? They're a great. They're great a great, great video game, you know, publishing company, you know, but they just happened to buy them, what, a week before the deal went, went the, south went, with Avengers? Crap. So it's like you wanted to make sure that you own the rights to the video game of Spider-Man 2 be, be just, in, just in case the contract negotiations did go uh, south. Especially with how good Spider the last Spider-Man game was, yeah. which as far as I have understood, uh, Sony owned... The, that right out. I don't think Disney got any of that. Of the game? Yeah. No. Yeah. So because different, different, uh, different departments, I guess, in Sony, and that, and Spider-Man the only thing it had was the good. Avengers building. Yep. That's and, about it. But it, I, that game was awesome. I really liked it. Obviously, you liked it. You hundred percented it, not just Love platinum, man. Hundred percented it. Probably my favorite. My, my favorite game I've played this year. Oh, that good, huh? Mm-hmm. That's probably one of my top. It's probably my top three. So I don't know what I'd put as number one. I'd have to think about it more, but definitely a great game to check out. And um, anyways, so on. I mean, so I mean, so it's just sad though because if you think about it, like why? What I read, and, and again, if I'm wrong on this, and something else has come out since I've I've read the story, you know, correct me if you must. But <laughs> the story that I read was that. You know, basically, the the agreement with Spider-Man being in the MCU was Sony, because it's a Sony property, 
gets the majority of the compensation, and then, you know, Disney gets, what is it, five cents on every dollar. Plus, and then, plus all the little action feet money off of right. merchandise. And then... As far as I have understood, too. Disney comes... In this negotiation, Disney basically said, we want to split it 50-50, and Sony's like, screw you, we're out. Well, because if you go 50-50, plus they still have the rights to the... To the merchandising, they're going to be the ones making all the money on it. Which I mean, they're the ones making the movies. So, well, uh, no, Sony. Sony well, Sony is Sony's making the Spider-Man movies. I thought it was Disney making them. No, Disney. He's Sony just, made the last two. Yeah, Sony. So, Sony's always always owned Spider-Man. He the the agreement was just that he'll be in Civil War and Infinity War and um, what's the other one? The last one. Oh, Endgame. Endgame. So, yeah, just, Disney's just a greedy company. They just so Disney getting greedy them. again, and and pull. Sony too if they can't come to some sort of agreement. But Disney definitely, I would say, is probably at fault on that one. Just the best thing that I the best thing that I've seen about that was just was somebody was just like, look, Sony or Disney, if you want Spider Man in that bad, trade us Star Wars for it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's that, like, why not? I mean, Sony would do a better job with Star Wars than Disney will. I agree with that. However, that's a that's a tough one. Can you imagine being, taking over Star Wars and having to keep everyone, try to keep everyone happy with that? Sony that's would, a tough one. Sony would be smart about it. They would have George Lucas. They would just bring George Lucas back and be like, hey, I want you to just tell Please these guys. Correct this. Yeah, would you tell these guys what they need to do and how they need to do it? Well, let's get this done. Yeah. That's what I would do. That's what I think any intelligent person would do. Yeah. I mean, shoot, look, Star Wars World in Disneyland... Is a flop. Is a flop. People people really don't go to Disneyland anymore. I've seen... Oh, they go to Disneyland. Just not Star Wars Disneyland. Land. It's crowded. But it's, it's like an extra hundred bucks just to go to Star Wars Land. How about it's $200 to buy a... a to do a lightsaber? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's stupid. And then, and then there's one ride. Yeah. Supposedly the ride's cool, but it's only one ride. Yeah, it's a ride in the Millennium Falcon. It, yeah. it actually does look really cool. But the the other thing they did is they just focused the whole park around these the newer the newer characters. You know, you know they'll throw Darth Vader in there here and there, but they're trying to they're pushing so hard their new their new characters that they're just shooting themselves in the foot because they're losing all their old fan base and and they're not really picking anyone up in a new fan base. It's just no. It's kind of like people are just don't care anymore about Star Wars. It's tough. I mean, I still care, and I still, uh, I, I still think the movie, this movie, will be good, and and I, I, I always have faith. I liked Solo. I thought Solo was a good movie, and Rogue, yeah, but it didn't Rogue like One a was a good Wars movie. movie to me. Yeah, it was a Rogue Star One was good. Rogue One was, in my opinion, the only good one they've done so far. But Solo didn't even feel like a Star Wars movie to me. And Episode Eight, you know how I feel about that. I thought it was garbage, and I'm, and I'm sure Episode Nine is not gonna be any better. I'm sure. I think it'll be all right. And then we just make sure we focus back on the old Republic and do something cool on that end, like with Darth Bane or with Malak and, and um, the other guy. What's his name? Raven. Raven. And just do something along that lines, man. Just get away from the Skywalker story already. Uh, Skywalker story has been beaten to death. Yeah, and we've talked about this in, in one of our earliest podcasts that we did, but Darth Bane would be awesome. Even... Even if they made a video game about Darth Bane, that would be awesome because he's just such a powerful. Well, and that's the Old Republic Lord. one was about Malak and Revan, so it's. I mean, 
Knights of the Old Republic 2. I don't even know what that game was about. But they they should, man. They should do something. They got to... They, uh, hopefully... I know this is, we're getting a little Star Wars here, but hopefully this this new Star Wars game is going to be a good a good Star Wars game for once, story mode wise. So then they'll be like, oh, okay, it'll, be good. It, it'll sell well. People actually liked it. Let's go and let's do let's do like an RPG. Let's bring back Old Republic. Let's do something different. But you see how they do this too, though. They get the, so Star Wars is launching. I think November fifteenth or sixteenth. And then, you know, getting everyone hyped for the movie to come out. So, I mean, they're smart in how they're doing this, releasing releasing the game. So Talking about it for ba- on Battlefront? No, no. This is, uh, no, the new Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, uh, Jedi, oh yeah, yeah. Jedi, Jedi Fallen, Fallen Order. Order. Yeah. Yeah, so that's coming out. November 15th, November right? November 15th. And then, you know, trying to get people hyped up. Well, and then the they're, doing, they're going to be doing the DLC with, supposedly, like we said earlier, with, with supposedly some new story mode. yeah. And, and, you know, Smart. I don't ever complain when there's more content in a game. I think that's, that's free. fun. Yeah. So Why adding not? more worlds, adding more maps, adding more more playable characters. I'm, I'm all good with that. So Okay, so we'll jump off Star Wars here for 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 this episode, at least, because there's always a lot we can talk about. We might, we might circle that. back to it. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> you can always circle back. Yeah. So you, you've, you've had your Switch now for maybe a little over a week mm-hmm. playing it. I know you've only played Kirby and Ninjago. what's the other one? Ninjago, which is like what a Lego game? Yeah, a Lego Ninja okay. game. It's it's just like any other Lego game. Give me some know. quick impressions. Controller, docking, undocking. So the docking portion is really easy. You basically just put it put it in the dock and and it transfers it over to your TV. So really smooth. Nothing you really have to do there. Have you played it in the handheld part yet? Yeah, and and eh. If, it's not the most comfortable thing in your hand, but it's. I mean, it's right. just like Fair. a Game Boy. Just like a Game Boy is. I mean, the Game Boy it feels okay, but it's not like a controller. And then doing the actual that kind of classic controller that they have, that's not too bad. It's, I still don't like it as much as I like, you know, Xbox or, or how PlayStation. Are the, how are the joy? How are like little Joy Cons by themselves? When you separate them, they're weight. I know they're for tiny. Me, I have big hands. Yeah, so, they're small. So they're small, and they, and it just, it just that feels awkward to me, but. Other than that, yeah, it's it's basically you have have a Game Boy that you can dock on your TV and play on your TV. Why Which, do you call it, keep calling it a Game Boy? You mean like it's a DS? That's what I'm saying. It's like a, yeah, well the DS is Game Boy 3DS. That's what I've got. Yeah, I picture Game Boy. I picture my little well, school little vertical game, my little vertical Game Boy in black and white. Well, that's what it's like. But anyways, it is cool to have you know that powerful of a handheld machine. I mean, it's obviously not as powerful as Xbox or or playstation but i mean graphics are still good and um we'll probably go get mario odyssey tomorrow or i think it's on sale for 41 dollars at walmart last i saw it was 49s but which still isn't bad so i'll get, i'll give you guys an update if i end up getting that next week kirby game i thought has been pretty cool i mean it's pretty much your same old kirby i mean nintendo adds little things here and there so with this one that i think that's kind of cool is you can actually throw a heart at an enemy and it makes it your friend so it'll fight with you and then you whatever you suck up whatever power you have you can actually combine it with with you, one of your friends so like I'll I say to, you're playing co-op mode right or they don't no, have co-op just, mode we're, no we're just playing the story mode oh story okay. and so so for example it was pretty cool so I had I had sucked in the guy that gives you the sword and then I fused hit that with the electric guy so I had an electric sword 
going around, and then you got you can have up to three enemies following following you around as friends. So and they'll fight the enemies with you. I mean, it's a pretty easy game. I mean, my my son just turned six and he's blowing right through it, you know. So it's it's fun and it's entertaining, but nothing spectacular so far. But we'll see. I gotta get more games here in the future. I'll end up getting Fire Emblem. I'll get Octopath Traveler, and like I talked about last week, we're definitely gonna get Zelda: Link's Awakening because I love that game. In fact, just like a year. Maybe a year and a half ago, I went through the original Game Boy, and this is, I'm talking Game Boy, Game Boy, old school game of uh, Link's Awakening. It's just such a classic game. It, it'll be fun to play. And Luigi's Mansion, too. Yeah, we'll probably get that, just because that'll probably be more around Christmas, because I know my, my son will want that for Christmas. That's a, that's a uh, Halloween release, if I remember right, 31st. Yeah, it'll be it's a pretty Christ, cool. good Christmas present. Yeah. Good Thanksgiving <laughs> so, present. Come on, man. So And then anyway, so also talking Switch, so... Just just for fun, I saw that, so earlier this month, first week of August, I think it was even August 1st, so they had a trailer launch for a game called Genshin Impact for the PS4. And now if you take it and look at this trailer and put it side by side with Zelda Breath of the Wild, you have almost the exact same game. The story is virtually the same, the graphics, the art, the enemies, they all look alike, but instead of having Link and Zelda, you have anime characters. Um, I'm not going to lie, I, I didn't believe you at first, and then you showed me the trailer, and I was just like, wow. So That's crazy. Here's the thing, So and then here's the thing. So you had a lot of people that were actually upset about this, which, why? I don't understand why you'd be mad about, if you really liked a game, why would you be mad that they make something that's like similar to it? Yeah. I'd be like, heck yeah. And then the other cool thing is, where it's coming out on the PS4, if you don't want, like we talked about last week, if you don't want to go out and invest five, six hundred bucks in a Switch... To have that experience of playing Breath of the Wild, you can now basically have it on the on the PS4. And now that'll be coming out, um, I think, early 2020. But it looks like it's going to be just like Zelda. I mean, if you haven't if you haven't even seen it or heard about it, just take a look at the trailer and you'll know exactly what I mean. It it's, it's almost funny how similar and how close it is. I mean, you had you had fans showing like Zelda fans showing up at this. This uh, to riot. This, oh yeah, like Protest. some dude broke his PS APS four in, in front of a group of people there. Oh other people gosh. took pictures of themselves flipping off the game. It's a video game, people. Let's come on now. And and you know I'm a big Zelda fan. Other than Breath of the Wild, you know I didn't. I'm not the biggest fan of that one. But I really liked pretty much. I've played every single Zelda game in the series. And uh, like I said, I, you know if this is if I really love Breath of the Wild, I'd be stoked for it. And I I still might get Genshin Impact. I'm sure. Eventually it'll be down down to thirty forty bucks and did I'll they say when I grab did it. They say it's a sixty dollar game. I assume it will be. I mean, why not? Breath of the Wild is still selling for sixty bucks. Why would they not? Why would they not sell it for sixty? I, I I didn't see anything about price with it coming out, but it's it looks interesting. So definitely take a look at the trailer on YouTube or wherever Genshin Impact. And you'll be, you'll you'll have a good laugh at it. Just you know, someone's being intelligent here, not hating, they're emulating. So yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't see it. anything wrong with it. I mean, it's funny. I, just, I was just looking at something. It's like it's not worth taking a PlayStation and breaking it and during a in a protest. <laughs> but I mean, come on, that's right. just silly. But well, look, Nintendo did so well with it. They're gonna—they're trying to capitalize on it again with another Breath of the Wild too. So, 
I think these guys are smart, and they're probably going to make some good money off this game. So, I mean, I don't know. It's funny, though, because when it was originally announced, it doesn't look like it was announced for PlayStation. It was just announced for iPhone and iOS and PC, and I guess PlayStation's like, hey, can you make we that for us? That. We yeah. want that. I, which I don't blame. The more money. I mean, I think it'll do well for them, because... Breath of the Wild isn't only considered one of the best Zelda games, it's considered one of the best games ever. It's actually, I think it's number two on Metacritic, just under Ocarina of Time. Yeah, you're the only rating. person that I know that doesn't like it. Uh, I've, it's just slow. It's just too big, too empty, too much running, too much climbing. So why would you like this game, then? I don't know. Because <laughs> if it's going to be the same thing. Because my hope is that they did, they made the map smaller... And, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it's a good game. It said spring, it said you, spring of I'll 2020. You, I'll let you I'll buy it, it and I'll you can it. tell me what you think of it. I'm interested in it. And hopefully by that time I would have played... I'll, I'll have played Zelda, so I'll be able to compare. Yeah. But you haven't really played a whole lot of the Zelda games in the past, so you, you kind of have a fresh look at what Breath of the Wild is. Where I played every Zelda game in the series, I have kind of a an image of what Zelda is. And... And as you go Look, back and think if, about if it, if I can pick, if I can pick up a little, if I can pick up like a little, little uh, one of those ceramic thing and throw it, it's Zelda. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, good luck finding one. There's no little ceramic there are, balls to throw. Come on, that's that's Zelda, bro. I like that. Yeah, but it's different. The dungeons are different. It's I don't know. I just feel like. We don't have to get into this again. Well, the whole, we the whole, the whole thing is, on here, but. the whole thing about the weapons breaking down and breaking is I, I I don't personally like that portion of that part of a game because I forgot what other game was like that, but you just had to keep. You basically get them for one or two enemies and then breaks. And you that that part I can see can be very annoying unless there's some way to counteract that by cleaning them or doing something because like Red Dead had something like that where the guns would get dirty to a certain degree, but. There was another game back in the day, like early PS4, that did something like that, and I hated it. I, I that part I don't like. So I, I, that that'll be probably be one part of Zelda that I will complain about well, after I play it. Well, and the other thing is in past Zelda games, those weapons actually helped you progress through the game. You can get doesn't your weapon doesn't help you progress in any any way, shape, or form in this game. It's I don't know. I, I like I said, I've been pl- I played it a lot more recently because my my son was has gotten really into it, so I've been playing it more. So I don't hate it as much as I did, but it, it's still, to me, it's not that great of a game. Hmm. Okay. It just doesn't feel like Zelda to me. And again, I know I know everyone's going to hate me for saying that, but i got to speak my mind here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy that broke his pl- that broke the PlayStation in protest pie doesn't agree with you. Uh, he, uh, no, he'd, he'd hate me. <laughs> he would probably throw his controller at you. <laughs> All right, so you've been wanting to talk about this for a while, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go over your ukulele. You, you've been oh, okay. you've been talking about awesome. this for a minute. Let's go. Okay, so so yeah, I finally beat ukulele, and for those that have followed us in the past and heard a lot of our other podcasts, you know I'm a huge banjo kazooie fan, and so when I heard that they had a game that was identical to banjo kazooie or just like banjo kazooie for PS4, and it is on Switch too. Um, I, I had to get it. I wanted to get it. So I, I waited for a minute until it went on sale, got it for 10 bucks, and decided to dive into it. And I will say, it is not nearly as good as Banjo-Kazooie, but it's still a good game. I like it more than Banjo-Tooie, and I definitely liked it more than Banjo-Kazooie Nuts, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. That game sucked. 
And then I haven't really played any of the Game Boy Advance Banjo Kazooie games, but didn't Banjo Kazooie go Xbox exclusive? It went, it went Xbox. Okay. So right. yeah, so Banjo Kazooie. So, so the ones you played were a long time ago. Nintendo sixty four. Because I think I played one on three sixty. That was nuts and bolts. Okay. That right. That's the one I played then. But so but the original game is really good. So it has a lot of similarities. Like so, you have the characters that I'll talk like the retarded. You know, that's that's a Banjo-Kazooie classic. Or a little slow. <laughs> yeah. To be politically correct. That too. Um, and then you have <laughs> you have a lot of your collectibles are pretty much the same. Instead of uh, puzzle pieces, you got pages. Instead of Jinjos, you got these ghosts. Instead of uh, notes, you got Quillies. The thing is, Banjo-Kazooie had a lot more levels and they were a lot more entertaining. The music was really similar to Banjo-Kazooie. I mean, it had a very similar feel to it. But... What they didn't, what they did that I didn't necessarily like is, so they took the worlds, and instead of having more worlds, you could expand the world. So you'd only get so far with the certain moves you had, and then after after you collected enough pages, you could get out of the world, go to the book, spend your pages to make the world bigger. So you had to get 25 pages instead of 10 puzzle pieces. You had to get 200 quillies instead of 100 notes. And I felt like that almost just made the worlds drag on too much. And by the time you you hundred percent each world, you're just like, yeah, ready to move on. So did you did you really, did you dislike the camera? Cam- no, no camera. I didn't have any problems with the camera. See, it seems like a lot of people that I've that I've seen have complained about have that. complained about the camera being annoying or and not being like some screwing up certain parts or certain things you have to do. You didn't run into any of that. Not really. Um, some of the mini games were a little more tedious, I'd say, than than Banjo Kazooie. You know, Banjo Kazooie had its fair share of tedious mini games, but I just feel like the world selection was a lot better on Banjo Kazooie than on on Ukulele. And I feel like the characters and the story was just it was just it's just more fun, more more entertaining in Banjo Kazooie. So you know, or Banjo. But it was meant to look like a throwback, like old school game, right? Yeah, with kind of updated graphics yeah. at the same time. So, uh, but man, some some of those mini games got were pretty frustrating, especially towards. It's like the first two, three worlds were very, very simple, and then you get to the, like the thir- the fourth and fifth world, and it's just like, dang, you know, some of these mini games just make you want to rip your hair out. <laughs> but overall, overall, it's a great game. I really liked it. If you like Banjo Kazooie, it's definitely a game to check out. However. Don't go in with the expectation that it's as good as Banjo-Kazooie because you'll just be disappointed. I was a little disappointed just because of that. But overall, I mean, the world selection was okay, but it, was, it wasn't my favorite. Like, you had to play in a, casino, in a casino on one of the worlds, and I just did not like that one at all. Instead of collecting pages, you had to collect coins to trade in for pages, and it just there was just more collecting on each world than, than you should. You just get kind of sick of I have some good news Get for sick you. Get of it. Hmm. They announced the sequel coming out in October. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah. So it's coming called, out this October? Yeah, it's called Ukulele, Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. Well, I will. I'll definitely get it. Um, like I said, I liked it better than. You think it was movie. so? It's good enough that you would buy a second a second game. Oh, for sure. Okay. It, it's good. Like I said, the problem is is when you hear it's just like Banjo Kazooie, and then you're kind of comparing it throughout. It's not as good, but it's still better. Will you, will you still be comparing it throughout this now in this second version of a game, or will you just compare I'll it to the first it one? I'll be comparing it to the first. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no. Because, I mean, 
nostalgia holds holds records sometimes and holds things in our mind that oh man this this will never beat that version of the game. But if you ever went back to that version of the game, you'd probably be like well, eh. I, I've gone back recently and played Banjo because we still love it. Okay. Um, and then the one thing I also thought was kind of interesting is so Banjo because so they kind of had like a throwback reference if you if you think about it. So the the main the main villain was uh, capital B. So he's a giant B. So bears eat honey, so that's where I got that. And then the like his sidekick was a duck, so you kind of have the duck and the the bird and the bear kind of thing. Okay. So anyway, maybe maybe I'm reading too much into that, but <laughs> so but so paying some homage as you know, yeah, paying their respects. That's okay. Yeah, but no, if you like I said, if you uh, if you enjoyed Banjo Kazooie, this is a game you would like. Just don't go comparing it to it because it's just it's not quite as good, but. Released in 2017, and it was definitely worth a worth a play through if you like those kind of games, the collectible, and you know, just kind of a fun game with silly characters. Okay, so. I'm glad to hear it. I, I might actually give it a shot. I mean, sometimes the games, well, I don't know, because sometimes I just like playing like mindless games that you don't have to think of. But you, but you're saying that it's kind of frustrating at times, and you, at times, but because it's just you like you don't have to collect every page to beat the game. There's 140 pages. Is there a platinum? Yeah, to Did get the platinum, platinum you have to collect. Did I didn't platinum it, no. How close are you? Uh, probably four or five trophies. Why wouldn't you platinum it? Because it's going through and collecting every quill, every pagey. It's just a lot of Very work. tedious? It, it's, it'll be one of those games that to get everything is a lot of work. But, you know, to, to be able to get through it, it's not too bad. You just need 100 pages to get through it. And I 100%ed probably half the worlds. I didn't 100% the last two. That was it. So interesting, but I got most of the pages, most of the quillies. I'm, but I, I still probably need three hundred quillies, three or four hundred quillies, and and probably twenty, twenty-five pages to platinum it. Hmm. So Cyberpunk twenty seventy-seven. I've read, I read something today that, I guess it was from somebody who was watching some a dem, some demos or was doing or doing some kind of an interview or whatever that basically the type of build that you the type of build and player and person you make can determine can basically make your story 80% different than mine so kind of like Detroit that's based on choices I th- more oh not so much on the build this is yeah this is Detroit is one of those games that's based on choices you make this is just based on how you how you make your character I don't exactly oh, I don't I don't exactly know how accurate that is but I just thought that was interesting that I saw when I saw that today um, I kind of watched like a little thing from gamescon about 2077 and that's one of the articles I read was that you know depending on how how you build your character compared to how I build my character or, or whatever like this our our stories can be like eighty percent different, which is kind of crazy. That's actually really cool, though. It's a huge game. You're playing I two mean, different games. Yeah, I mean, it's like playing. Well, we playing like different multiple games. different games. So, I mean, that's a lot of replay value as well. As long as you don't get burned out. But I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, I'm actually really excited for that game. It's just crazy that they're all gonna be like so many good games are being staggered in that. As of right now, Towards nothing. The end of the year? No, no, no. Well, all those games are staggered for like March and April. Oh yeah, that's right. With that's Final Fantasy VII, Watch Dogs Three, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Now I'm sure one or two of those games will get pushed back till probably like 
hopefully summertime or maybe a little later. But, but I hope it's not Final Fantasy. We, I bought my PS4 back in 2014, 2015, just because I heard Final Fantasy 7. So it was probably 2015 because I think that's when they launched the that first, first trailer. trailer. Probably. So I've been waiting almost five years. I bought my PS4 just for that. It's coming to fruition, hopefully. You'll at least be able to play episode or, or the first volume episode one on PS4. on PS4, and then the next one will probably be on PS5. But Which is fine. It's coming on Xbox, so... Yeah. Not that anybody cares, but... Some people do. <laughs> they do. I'm sorry, <laughs> Xbox guys, but... Uh, they, they did put some stuff up for Gears of War today from GamesCon, and... I don't know, man. I, I, I played one, two, three. Didn't play four. Didn't play the one that was in between. I think three and four. Just doesn't look much different. Doesn't look much. Doesn't look like they've really done a lot of different things in that game. Kind of disappointed me. Say the same thing about two K. That's why I'm not very. That's why I'm not. That's why I'm not very. So I haven't even downloaded the demo yet. Last year I beat. I had the demo beat. Yeah, hundred percent within the first day. Yeah, I hundred percent of that demo in the first night. Well, and it took me like, I don't know, let's say four or five hours, and I just played it straight. I haven't even downloaded it yet. I'm not even excited for that game. Uh, Tell me something to get me excited for that game, because uh, nothing's got me excited yet. Me neither. I, I think last year we we were so excited for 2K19, because 2K18 was, was bad. was a letdown. Yeah. So we were excited to see all the upgrades and the changes that they did with the defense and and the, uh, the takeover bar and all that, so... We were stoked on that one. Now, this the only year, thing I, I heard know, that was gonna... the only thing I heard that was pretty cool is there's over a hundred different archetypes for creating your your my player, and there's fifty plus badges. Yeah, uh, but again, that goes into the but my I'm, player, which I well, that's I'm, the thing. Like, I, I think I don't I, do that a whole lot. I do it for maybe a couple weeks, and then I I think burn I it out quick. Yeah, I think I talked about it last week or whenever. I'm just done with my player this year. I, I just don't want to do it. You know, and, and and this is all right. Madden. We, we've probably talked about this, so if this is you know, if we're if I'm just saying the same thing, I apologize. But I used to my favorite Madden was Madden 16, and I or Madden yeah I think it's 16. That's the last one you bought. Anyway. Last one I bought that was really good, and I and I, then I bought seven and then I rented 17 or red boxed it or whatever, and I'm just like oh I'm gonna have to just get this game every two years. Then 18 came out. And I red boxed it. And I'm like, oh, I have to wait another year till it comes out. Then Madden 19 came out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this game's still not that good. And then this year's come out, and it's just like the ridiculousness of the, all these things that I see. I wish they'd bring Blitz back. And so, Blitz was awesome. Well, yeah, it wasn't EA though. But the funniest thing I saw today was this video. So there's a, a player, and I believe he's on the Vikings. Um, Shaquem Griffin, he's he has one hand, right in real life, one hand, his right hand, and he has an you know just a wrist and nub. He's in the NFL, good player. <laughs> Somebody showed a video of him jumping up with his nub hand and intercepting the ball on Madden or on Madden. Life? On Madden, oh well, <laughs> he intercepted the ball with no hand. He caught it on his nub. <laughs> What sense does that make? And, and then there was another. It was another one where the dude threw a pass, and it just kept rolling on top of the guy's head, and he just and he just kept running, and it just kept rolling on his head for a touchdown. Momentum it was the momentum. And then I see this other video for FIFA, and I think it was last year's FIFA, where 
the, the guy kicked it, and it was and the goalkeeper was diving towards the the corner to block it, and the ball was was like because he showed it in slow motion and zoomed in, and it showed that the ball was already gonna be like it was passed out of bounds. It was already gone. Somehow it hit the goalie's fingertips, rolled up his arm. Over his shoulder, onto the other side, and another another one of his players kicks it in and scores. He bent it like Beckham. <laughs> I was just like, what kind of physics system is this? Is EA doing with these games? Like, come on, you have this frostbite engine. Well, the physics Which is a are just great engine. Yeah, but the physics are just off on these sports games. But I will say this. Which we talked about last week. There's really only so much you can do to a sports. I know. We talked about this. That the next generation is when we'll finally when we'll see see some different. We'll we'll see some hopefully visual upgrades that'll actually be noticeable. If not, then I I I think you'll start to see the sales of those games go down. I don't know. Again, we talked about that last week, so we don't have to get too much into that. But yeah, I mean that's it for me. That's all I got. Okay. That's uh, out. Well, we're good for today. Then, anyways, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. As always, appreciate you coming in and supporting us. If you don't mind giving us a five star review, we'd really appreciate it. And then also, please check out our Twitter and our Facebook pages. Um, we're doing. We've got about two thousand followers there, so come give us a like and uh, come participate with us. We'd appreciate it. So yeah, I mean we're on all, we're on all podcasting platforms now. We're on Spotify, Google Play Store, iOS. Um, We've, you guys have been downloading our, our podcast since we've since we kind of transferred over and, and started using a new platform. So we appreciate that. You know, keep giving us support, and you know, the more support you give us, the more the more we'll, we'll give back to you guys. So we we hope you guys like the podcast and come back for more. See you next week.